On this week's episode, we talk about the cruel and unusual case of Bobby Kent, then reluctantly give a review on the 2001 movie, Bully. So when you're done pumping iron, meet us in the pod shed. We're shooting up steroids and talking about murder. Welcome back. Welcome back, Welcome to, an- back. to another episode of THC True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host, Mariah. This is your ho- other host, Bailey. Who am I? <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing? I, honest- I don't know how to do this anymore. What day is it? We took three weeks off, which we did not mean to do. We meant to take one week off. And then shit spiraled. The first week we were supposed to record and we were also going to have girls night because my family wasn't in town that was a mental health break yeah that was just i wanted girls night and i wanted be all to myself without sharing that was mental health the second week me and my family went out of town and we were like oh we can squeeze it in friday night no no it was too busy and then the third week which was last week all hell broke loose the gods were against us and also mainly my air conditioner was broken and ain't nobody trying to podcast when it's 95 degrees in my house and it's like we have no option we cannot do it from the pod shed because surprise guys we're not in it the fucking air quality the air quality is horrific yeah the heat is to actually it's so smoky that it's not that hot anymore. exactly it feels like fall i know it feels <laughs> like fall. fall vibes if you can ignore all the carcinogens in the air mm-hmm. it's not too bad yeah. but um it's shitty it's awful northern california it'll be better Listen, in a month and a half, you're going to hear us go, oh, it's so beautiful. It's fall. Can't All wait. the leaves are changing. But right now, you're just going to listen to us, bitch. Bring it on. Um, so besides all the stuff we talked about for the half hour before the podcast, B, what's going on? I have a million things I want to talk about. Wow. Exciting. Okay. So we could start with what we did for the past three weeks. Or do you want to recap from our last episode? Uh, what do you mean recap from our last episode? I have a few things to talk about. It's been so long, but we <laughs> had questioned if we could think of anything because it was the radium girls, mm-hmm. right? If we could think of anything we might be doing today where everyone thinks it's awesome, yeah. but it could likely be killing us. Yeah. Like we find out uh, B12 is the number one cancer. And this, I swear to God, I can't stop thinking about it. Hyaluronic acid. Wow. Acid is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And we're like, it's perfect. And it's in fucking everything. You know what I love about it is how it peels the top layer of my face off. Yeah. Um, The teeth whitening. Oh, we're yeah. We're putting bleach yeah. straight into our mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and like retinol, which actually gives people like skin burns. But they're like, oh, yeah, but it's a good burn. Yeah. Because you want to flake off all of this. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. I can't. I I get it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's going to turn you into one of those weird people who make all their own beauty products. Yeah. So it's just, it's a great episode. It's really lingered with me even these three weeks that we've been It's just every time you put something on your body, you're like, "Ah, what is this? That is so funny. I know the face stuff is where it starts to really get With as much shit as I put on my face and like you're constantly hearing when people mix the two wrong active ingredients and literally (laughs) fuck up their face. We're doing science experiments. Oh, yeah, baby. With our beauty products. 
Oh, yeah. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of what I put on my face that I don't know. I'm sure if I go look on all those beauty products, there's something crazy in every single one of them. Oh, of course. But like I'm saying about the hyaluronic acid, it started as like just for your face. But now it is. It's like in your shampoos and it's in your body Do me a favor, you guys. If it says it's in your shampoo, stop using that shampoo. That's (laughs) awful for your hair. I don't know of any shampoos that have it in it, but if they do... To stop using it now. I swear. It's in everything. It's an ice cream. No. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, what is the one that they talk? Oh, my God. If anybody out there has ever watched Preacher, which is my... I love that show so much. I almost named my daughter after one of the characters, which I also was thinking about the other day because the character's name is Tulip O'Hare. Aww. And I really wanted to name Zoe Tulip. Tulip's cute. And it would have been so perfect because her best friend is Violet. Yeah. And they would have been besties forever with their flower names. But my, She is very much a Zoe, though. She is. And my husband always brings logic to the table of... I'm not going to name my daughter Tulip. Do you know what teenage boys will do with the name Tulips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Anywho, um, Preacher, they have a whole thing about how like anti-aging um, like moisturizers have like uh, baby foreskins yep, in them. Yep, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. OMG. It yeah. might not be toxic for you, but it's fucked up. It's a weird idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's real fucked for up. For real though. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what are we... I want to briefly touch on our weeks. So during our girls' night, something I think we also said we would do on our last episode was watch the Fear Street movies. Yes, and we got two out of three done. And then I watched the last one. Yep. But yeah, regardless, they're total rip-offs of other movies, but it's okay. I don't think it's a rip-off. I think it's a tribute. There you go. Exactly. I think they were very well made. I thought the acting was really good. Yeah, they were fun. The soundtrackers were the first Killer. one. The Killer. 90s one mm-hmm. that's very Scream-like yes. is great soundtrack, yes. great costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they scary? Absolutely not. No. Are no. they fun? Yeah. Absolutely. Watch it with friends. Make it something silly. And a lot of horror movies that you and I watch, because we have a very high caliber for what we consider scary. scary. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you guys out there, someone might really think those are scary. Yeah. One of the girls at my work thought that those were great horror movies and that they were scary. Yeah. Because, there, I mean, there's lots of killing and blood and gore. You and I just have a super high For tolerance. us, it's like a roller coaster it's where just we're fun. like, woo! <laughs> For us, it's like watching like a comedy. Yes, very much. Like, that's mm-hmm. the pleasure we get from it. And then, like I said, the third one, which you didn't watch, what I liked about it is it felt like it was a love story. So if anyone else has watched it and picked up on that. Drop it in the comments. Yeah. I think the third one was my favorite out of all of them because it felt less focused on like tributing to another film, right? So like the first one was obviously Scream. Second one was obviously Friday the 13th. The third one I wasn't so clear on what movie they were trying to recreate or whatever. Okay. Week two. You went to my favorite place ever. Tell me about your first experience in Reno. So I've never been to Reno. The biggest little city in the world. Which is funny because I've grown up and always been not that far away from Reno. Yeah. Um, I always just chose to go to Vegas. Yeah. When my friends were like, oh, Reno's so much cheaper. We'll just drive to Reno from the Bay Area. My theory was always I'll spend the couple extra hundred dollars and just fly to Las Vegas. And to be fair, if you're young and like in your 20s, Vegas is the place to be, not fucking Reno. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more to do in Vegas. I I will stand by the fact that I think Vegas is still the place to be. Yeah. Um, Reno was 
fine. Um, I don't think we got the best impression of it because it was smokier in Reno than it yes. is here right now, which I can't sucks. Believe that. And we had wanted to stop by Lake Tahoe because it's not too far from the lake, but it was so smoky that's like, what are we gonna do? Sit outside in the smoke? Right. Um, <coughs> it reminds me very much if Sacramento and Las Vegas had a baby. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think of the hotel? The hotel was fun. We yeah. stayed at the Grand Sierra. Um, it was fun. I do love all the things they have to do for the kids. We were <laughs> the only kids actually enjoy it. They're hard to impress. They're at a real hard age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my kids are a lot easier to impress because I don't give them much. Yeah. But they. So the Grand Sierra in Reno, if you guys don't know, has all kinds of shit to do. It's a big casino like resort, obviously a pool. It has go-karts. It has like water golf, like a yep. water driving range, mm-hmm. uh, bowling, that movie theater, an arcade. An escape room. Yeah, an escape room. So we didn't have time to do a lot of it because we were only there for one night. Laser stuff. So we, laser tag. So we did, obviously we did the pool. We did bowling. We did the arcade and we ate a bunch. And that's kind of all we had time for before mm-hmm. it was time to come home. Mm-hmm. We, the night before that, had stayed in Old Town, Sacramento, and I actually, out of the two, everybody in my family had more fun in Sacramento. Wow. Okay. It's a little bit uh, more at my, because here's the thing is, when we're home and we go out to do stuff as a family, we go bowling, we go to the movie theater, we go swimming, we go do mini putt-putt. Like, these are all things we already do. Right. My kids are super weird. They love walking around and looking at stores okay it's like their favorite thing to do they like to do it in our downtown that we have here they're always like can we just go downtown and walk around and look at stuff they love window shopping they know that they're probably going to get a treat crazy yeah so that's what they so old town sacramento if you guys have never been there it's super cool it looks like it's from the old west it's all the old western buildings and the sidewalks are like wood planks or Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. so we walked around we did some touristy window shopping it was nighttime i was a little buzzed which was fun because we stayed at the embassy which as we all know we've talked about on this podcast has the best means so much to us happy hour now b do you remember growing up i thought there used to be like a two drink minimum did i make that up I don't remember. I think there was a minimum. Not anymore, baby. Thank God. Their oh, their happy hour was from seven to nine. All you can drink. Amazing. And did you get breakfast? We did. The breakfast is not that great because it's, of COVID. It's COVID breakfast. I, that's yep. Okay. So everything's mm-hmm. like they still do your omelets and pancakes and waffles and all that made to order, mm-hmm. but everything else is like prepackaged and. Because Nick was gonna stay at an embassy, but they weren't offering a ton of stuff because of COVID. And he's like, "Well, then fuck it. Like, if I'm not gonna get my embassy experience, no, we still got breakfast. It was just a very limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. we still got. I got an omelet with everything but mushrooms. Right. And I got some crispy potatoes and some bacon. Love it. But let's talk about the happy hour. Yeah. Seven to nine. Open bar, free bar, all you can drink. How much soda did your kids drink? Like, Not much. Yeah. They each drank one and they got a refill. Okay. But when I tell you, I took that lady for as much wine as I could put into my did stomach before drinks? I went out. Or I mean, not drinks. Did you get like dirty looks? Like. No, because okay. no, because we were tipping her really well. Yes, that's what it always comes down we to. We were tipping mm-hmm. her so well that she was so heavy handed with my husband's Love gin and tonics it. that it was like scary. Yeah. yeah. But we drank as much as we physically could before we went and walked around. So I was already a little drunk. We walked around, had dinner. They have a big Ferris wheel. We did that. And so that was our kids 
favorite night. Very cool. I like that. Anywho. Last but not least, so we should have podcasted right after Friday the 13th. So how was your Friday the 13th? Um, you worked. Yeah, I worked. That was the weekend after we went out of town. Mm-hmm. That was this last weekend. It was fine. My air conditioner was broken, so we stayed at a local hotel because we couldn't stand it mm-hmm. for another second without going crazy. Did your kids get to enjoy that pool? They loved it. Yeah. And it's just like a small... Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Kind of crappy pool. Yeah. Time of their lives. And... We've stayed at that hotel before. We Episode have. whatever. Room with a boo. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like episode five or six yeah. or something. We have... We didn't get as nice of a room as you guys got, but it was the double suite. Right. So it's two rooms connected. You can tell people were smoking in there, so that mm-hmm. bugged me a lot because the smell was not great. Mm-hmm. They also... It might not have been cigarettes. A lot of the firefighters who are in from out of just town smell. Yeah. well and they're all staying there yeah exactly. so it could have just been firefighter smell smell so anyways um the kids loved it the acs worked great in there i think we had them set to like 67 course, right. freezing <laughs> right cold. sweatpants blankets yeah. love it anyways what about you so my highlight is um violet's aunt her birthday was friday the 13th and she knew that but we hadn't talked about it too much uh-huh. More than anything. This is one of Nick's sisters? Correct. Okay. Um, More than anything, when she woke up and she noticed what I was wearing and that I had my earrings on. Yep. She's like, it's Jason's birthday. <laughs> it's Jason for his birthday. And so the second we get to school, anyone she can tell, hey, guys, do you know what today is? It's Jason's birthday. Oh, my God. Did you see my mom's earrings? It's Jason's birthday. Proudest day of your life. She carried around her littlest Jason softy. Yeah. Like at the grocery store to random people at the grocery store. Hey, do you know what today is? Have you seen my mom's earrings? That's Jason. And it's his birthday. Amazing. I'm like, oh. I've never been more proud in the my proudest life. moment of your life. And not I've only never that, been more proud. I got this gem on Daily Mail. Apparently. Some fucking camp somewhere sent this letter out to parents, and I'm dying. I got to read it to you because it very much reminds me of the Fear Street 2. Yes. Because it's a Friday the 13th ripoff type yes. thing. They have a color war in that movie. Yep. So this is an actual letter. Dear friends, color war broke last night, and the camp is buzzing with excitement for the greatest of all camp events. As we head into the last week of camp, I wanted to share with you a strange but true event that occurred today. A counselor and three of our oldest campers were in the woods at the border of camp on private property when a big event called rope burn they needed wood for. As they collected the wood, they came across the remains of a human body that appeared to have died quite a while ago. The staff member came to us and reported what they saw and we contacted police. But the kids are emotionally stable and they seem very excited for the color war. (laughs) We have no other information at this time, but we'll keep you informed. If you got this fucking letter from- That's a real thing? Yes. Or is it like a chain letter? No, it's a real thing. Who sent it to you? I got it on Daily Mail. What's Daily Mail? British News. Oh, yeah. so somebody of like a reader from, of Daily Mail yeah, got this and uh-huh. like put they it out in the press. The whole thing. I thought this was like a local thing. I'm no. like, what? So I printed that off of the article. That's a copy of what the parents received in an email. Incredible, right? 
So the color war at the camp, they found the remains, but I love it. Hey, your kids found a dead body, but they seem okay. And they're really excited about the color oh war. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I thought for a minute people were like Blair witching us. No. Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah. So I was so excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Awesome. So Anything that else? Was, you know, that was our three weeks in a nutshell. That was our three weeks and great. And I watched this movie like four weeks ago now. So good luck, guys. I know. I, uh, yeah, it's going to be rough because I've listened to the same episode of the same podcast over and over again to keep trying to refresh my memory. And then we put the podcast off for another week and then I forget for everything that happened. It's so it'll be a good time. It's going to be a great time. This is episode 49. Next week is episode 50, which we're very excited about because um, I didn't know we'd ever get to episode 50. It's crazy. To think Once of. we did the math and realized how <laughs> many weeks we're in a year, we're like, right. whoa, it's going to take us forever to get to episode 100. So 50 we're excited about. We're going to do a much bigger case, episode 50. But this week we are doing the murder of Bobby Kent, which was the inspiration for the movie Bully. Which my husband said that he liked, but oh, he might God. not remember it clearly. Right. But I know it's the same guy who did the movie Kids. And also, like, it's a 2001 movie. So what people liked in 2001 versus what it's like to watch that shit now, we know what happens. Right. Right. So the main source of everything I got was from an episode of a podcast I've used a few times on this show. Female crimin Female Criminals. Female Criminals, it's a great podcast. They have a two-episode, um, whatever, on Bobby Kent. A two-parter. A two-parter. Of course, Wikipedia, because well, well, where would we be without Wikipedia? All things interesting, I kind of glanced at, not really. Um, and then article on Medium from Lori Johnston. So, late 1992, Hollywood, Florida. Not to be confused with Hollywood, California. Which I totally got confused. Of course. Late 92, we're in Hollywood, Florida, and we have two besties. 18-year-old Lisa Connolly, who is frumpy and shy and a virgin. She also comes from a broken home and is just, in general, not self-confident, just kind of, like, down on herself. And by the way, they talk a lot about, like, Lisa being air quote fat or overweight or whatever oh, and then you see pictures she's 90s overweight which right. is like still skinny today of course but in the 90s if you weren't kate moss anorexic skinny then you, you were, were fat, fat. Mm -hmm. um but that's how everyone describes lisa as kind of frumpy and overweight and low self-confidence right she is best friends with 17 year old alice aka ali willis who is beautiful and outgoing and rich and popular. And the boys love her. No problem getting boyfriends for Allie. But Allie never <coughs> lets Lisa feel down on herself. She's always hyping her up. She wants her to feel like a bad bitch. And she's on a mission to get Lisa a boyfriend. Get it, girl. Because that's all Lisa wants is a boyfriend. She okay. dreams of having not just a boyfriend, but like, a beefcake, you know, oh. like she wants like a hunky dude. Nope. She wants someone to take care of her. I guess. I mean, it's just more. They really talked about how her um, walls were plastered with pictures of like muscly beefcakey, you know, like hunks. Yeah. Okay. I just figure why have a big beefy man like that if you don't want him to be like a protective wall. I guess that's true. Yeah. 
The girls then meet these two buff hotties at a deli counter, Marty Puccio and Bobby Kent. They start talking to the girls, kind of flirting. When finally Bobby's like, ask them out to the party. I believe the word he uses was bitches. Ask the bitches out oh, to go I'm party sure. with us. Mm-hmm. And then he made sure to make it a known fact that when they go out, Allie was his and Marty was to take Lisa out because Marty, quote, likes the big girls, Ooh. which, of course, Lisa's fucking devastated by. But she's also excited that she has a date with these two, like, hunky guys. Yeah. Like, first date out the gate, and she's got, like, a big, muscly, kind of cute dude. Right. We'll take it. Of course. Well, they go out. They're drinking. They're driving around. They notice right away that Bobby is a dick, um, <laughs> especially to Marty. He's really weird when it comes to Marty. Yeah. He's, like, he really goes hard on him and picks on him not in a fun loving way like b and i do no in like a really weird abusive controlling way yeah uh they end up getting a little drunk pulling over Allie and bobby start fucking in the front seat eventually lisa gives the v card to marty and they start fucking in the back seat i've thought about this a lot i don't know i can't imagine you're sitting on any date forget a first date right we, the two, us two and our husbands couldn't be any closer. I couldn't imagine no. being on a double date and you and your husband just start fucking in the front seat and being like, and then that resulting in you also fucking in, in the, the back, back seat. seat. Like that, not, that's the logical next step. The minute y'all start making out too heavy, I'm out of there. Right. Like, no, I'm going to go hang out in the woods or wherever Mm-mm. they are. And no. Just call me when you're done. Nope. We're joining in. So everyone's fucking Lisa. Listen, finally loses her. Ver- yeah, the V card. Yeah. What? There might be a follow up to this. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to stick by my girl on Female Criminals, the podcast where they do their in-depth, hardcore research okay. and say that, yes, Lisa popped her cherry that night in the car. Okay. In one of the articles I read, they had mentioned that Lisa had already been sexually active and that she had like a kid from a previous relationship that her parents were raising. In I could try to clear it up now. Uh-huh. In the movie, Allie has a kid. Allie has a kid. Yes. Okay, so maybe it's Allie then and I just it's got Allie. confused. Okay, so we're back on track. I didn't know that Lisa was a virgin, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. And Allie for sure is the one with the kid that the parents are Okay, so maybe it. we'll do a follow-up next week just to double, triple check our bases. Okay. This might be a great time to mention that I lost my notes over the past three weeks. I think I left them in a hotel somewhere. So, Woo! you know, we're scrapping this together. But who are these two hotties that they're fucking in a car? Woo! Bobby Kent and Marty Puccio have been best friends since they were children. They grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, They were inseparable since the time they were kids. It's always been the two of them together at all times. Bobby is naturally bigger than Marty and has always used that as uh, a tool to ha- pick on Marty. The upper hand. Mm-hmm. Starts off as children picking on him, kind of, you know, I don't know about lighthearted, but it starts off more innocent and it gets worse and worse the older they get. It really escalates mm-hmm. to the point where Marty's now coming home from hanging out with Bobby bloodied and bruised and his parents are like this is fucked up what Why is going on with this shit and he's yeah. like oh it's just rough housing like it just it, it got out of hand right it's just boys 
Yeah. He's also very verbally abusive to Marty. Any picture, any bad thing you could say to a dude, and Bobby says it to him on a regular basis. And in front of people. In front of people, he demeans him, he mocks him, and then he uses his power over him to control him and gaslight him. And it really is like a very classic case of like a domestic abuse situation. Very much. But with two friends versus two lovers. Yes, absolutely. So as there is that kind of love there between them because of the long term friendship that they've had. Right. So, of course, that's what the the cling is. Mm-hmm. So as teens, Bobby gets into Bobby building. Bobby building. Bobby building. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have Bobby built it and worked on himself a little bit. Yes, we're on some Bobby building and maybe we wouldn't be in this situation having this podcast. Got into bodybuilding. He always tried to get Marty to do it. Marty's this like cool surfer dude. And Marty's not interested in that. But the problem is Bobby starts getting very jealous of the fact that Marty has these like cool older surfer friends. And that Marty's this kind of outgoing popular guy. Mm -hmm. So he starts to really use his power over Marty to pressure him into working out with him. Which eventually leads into pressuring him into doing steroids like Bobby does. And Marty quickly gets hooked on this feeling because he's always been a skinny kid. And with steroids and Bobby's workout regimen, which includes three hour workouts every day, he starts getting yoked. Yeah. And he gets hooked on that. Like, of course. So many dudes Such do. Such a high. Yeah. He drops the surfing. He drops his surfer friends. And now it really is him and Bobby. That's it. Working out, shooting up roids. Going into roid rages. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't that also make them like super emotional? And super temperamental. Yeah. They have a, listen, Bobby's a dick. And we a can, roided dick. We can talk about how much he pressured Marty to do. But let's just be clear. Both these guys were dicks in high school. Right. And they both picked on people that they saw lesser than them, just as a classic bully would, including like, disabled people and mentally Mm. handicapped people and like nerdy unpopular people and marty was in there doing just as much fucked up stuff as bobby saying just as much fucked up stuff as bobby right it's wrong no matter what but you can make the case of like maybe he's hoping that it like distracts bobby from picking on him if they like team up on somebody together yeah right the boys' parents hate the other boy meaning each family Mm -hmm. yeah marty's parents are not happy with his friendship with bobby because their son keeps showing up beaten up Mm -hmm. and it's very clear to them that it's a toxic relationship between him and bobby bobby's parents don't like marty because marty at this point is now dropped out of high school and they see him as like a burnout loser and a bad influence on their sweet baby boy right mr perfect bobby kent right But they are still BFFs till the end, ride or dies. Bobby at this time starts finding an interest in gay pornography, which is funny because he, um, I do believe he was homosexual, but he was so scared of being outed that he did that like defensive thing of he was super homophobic. Of course. And he would look at gay porn as a joke. Right. He would force Marty to look at gay porn. Right. As a joke. Yeah. He then used his power and control over Marty to force Marty into gay situations, either sexual situations or situations in gay bars 
And then the minute Marty started to show any kind of like interest in it, pleasure in it, attention from gay men, Bobby would lay down the hammer and be like, oh, because you're an F word because you're gay and like demean him for being gay. Yeah. Even though Bobby's the one who put him in those situations. Right. Okay. Okay. Very weird. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at when we meet the girls, Lisa and Allie. Lisa, of course, in love. Smitten. Immediately. Smitten. Of course. Her dream boat. Right. Allie and Bobby talk for a few weeks. At some point, Bobby does sexually assault her and crosses major lines with her. So she cuts off communication with Bobby. Mm -hmm. And now it's just Lisa dating Marty. And of course, third wheel and Bobby. Right. Always there. Always. Always there. Lisa and Marty are almost never alone. Bobby is such a dick to Marty. The abuse is still going on. And now he's getting Mar- um, Bobby's getting Marty to abuse Lisa. Wow. So now they're ganging up on Lisa, saying horrific things to her, beating her. Wow. Absolutely horrific. Surprisingly, Lisa's not happy. Oh. She thinks that if Bobby got the fuck out of there. Hmm. That she, she would have a better relationship. Really? And in all fairness to her, I believe that when Bobby wasn't around, Marty was very sweet and kind to her. Yeah. They had a semi-decent relationship when Bobby wasn't around. Okay. But the minute Bobby was around, uh-huh. that shit changed. Right. And she probably was tired of seeing her boyfriend get his ass beat on a daily basis. You think? So now we need to figure out a way to get rid of Bobby Kent. Okay. The girls gather up three of their friends. I'm not getting into last names. It's too many names. Yes. Donald, who is Allie's current boyfriend. Derek, who is Lisa's cousin and has been there and seen firsthand the abuse that Bobby and Marty are putting on Lisa. And at some point, Bobby tried to make him watch a gay porn with him. And Derek was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to watch gay porn with you. And then Bobby, like, lost it and, like, tried to beat him up or something. So Derek knows that this guy's a piece of shit. Yes. And then their friend Heather. (laughs) Poor friend Heather. Yeah. What's she doing there? Right. Okay. So what did you say? Cousin? Was that the? Okay. Cousin Derek. I didn't know really where to fit him into the movie. So I didn't write him into my notes, but I do want to point out he's the only other known actor. I didn't write down the name. He was the guy in Mean Girls. Oh, man. It's been so long since I've seen Mean Girls. The, like, the chubby, I think. The he, gay best yeah, friend. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, cute. Oh, I totally see him in my head right now. Yeah. Nice. That's who plays that guy. Okay. Just so you know. Okay, Derek. Um, They meet at a Fort Lauderdale Dale Pizza Hut. Yes. Oh, my God. I fucking love that. Where they start planning the murder of Bobby. This is led by an impassioned speech by Lisa kind of putting on the (laughs) tape. What? An impassioned speech at the the Pizza Hut in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where Lisa really puts on the table all the shit Bobby's done, all of his sins, all of his crimes. And the group is on board. They're ready to take this motherfucker out Mm -hmm. right so their first attempt the girls lisa and Allie, lure bobby into like a secluded area with the guys that he could 
drive Allie's Mustang as hard and fast as he wanted. Mm. And then he could fuck Allie as hard and fast as he wanted. Yeah. In the podcast, they bring up the terminology dog out Allie's Mustang, oh. which I do not like. It <laughs> so fucking gross. They're like, yeah, cut. <laughs> that timing, too. <sighs> Zoe. I see your finger. You can't see her. Her fingers are under the door. I cannot, no. Zoe, go find Dada. Daddy, he's cuddling with me. He's cuddling with you? In the but hallway? But on the hallway floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like a haunted movie, her fingers just disappeared. Oh, right. She's gone. <laughs> just like a ghost. But yeah, they said that they told Bobby he could dog out Allie's Mustang. And I just don't like the sound of it. But it just means like drive her Mustang hard and fast. So they get to the woods. The plan is Lisa has her mom's gun. Yes. And they're going to shoot him before he ever gets a chance to have any sort of sexual relations with Allie. Right. This doesn't work. They get to the woods and Bobby's like, no, no, I'm ready to fuck right now. Like, let's go right now. So they don't want to tip him off. So they go somewhere and Allie starts giving him a BJ and Lisa's supposed to come up behind him and shoot him. And she bitches out. Failed attempt. She claims it's because she realized that if she used her mom's gun that they could track it back to her which right she, she's not wrong no but you could but you yeah. could have thought about that before Beforehand. you grabbed your mom's gun mm-hmm. before you and before your poor best friend Had to got stuck in her mouth. giving a bj to a dude who's sexually assaulted her and is an all-around awful human being yeah so uh good on you lisa really bitched out i forgot to mention um the whole did i mention that lisa's pregnant no. I'm so sorry, everybody. Rewind to before the Pizza Hut incident. The reason that Lisa really is like impassioned to get Bobby out of their life is because she's pregnant and she's keeping it. Yeah. She thinks. So <laughs> um, I, did I just ruin everything by not saying it before. No. All right. Anyways, yeah, Lisa's pregnant, by the way, guys. Surprise. <laughs> Congratulations, everybody Lisa. Everybody drink. Hey. Um, I know we forgot to do our game. They know the game. They know the game. If they don't know the game. If you don't know, then you're not invited to play. Right. So. Then mm. go listen to past episodes. We're still learning how to do this podcast again. Bear with us. <laughs> For real. So that's the second attempt. Failed attempt. Now they realize maybe they should get a professional. Maybe they need some help. <laughs> so they contact an air quote hitman mm-hmm. for a local gang also named Derek, so I don't want to get him confused with cousin Derek, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to call him Hitman mm-hmm. or Hitman Derek. Mm-hmm. He's a gangster. He's a tough guy. He's so hard. He's so street. Ugh. He's full of shit. <laughs> he's such a fucking poser. But they have a meeting with this fucking poser, and he's like, yeah, you guys need to do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. whatever, and that he's going to get them an untraceable gun. They plan to meet in, you know, whatever, a few days' time. They meet back up with Hitman Derek. No gun. He's like, well, these things you guys don't understand because you're not on the streets like us. You can't just get like this shit is hard to get. You just can't get it. I need time. There's not enough time. And you guys have even 
planned this out right. Your plan. Yeah. He goes in on their plan and how they haven't taken their time to plan it out and how him and his gangs are for real. Do you know They're what it's like real. to kill a person? What do you know what it's like to kill a man? <laughs> so they plan it out a little bit better. But not really. They're <laughs> ready to go. Really. I mean, they come up with a plan. Yeah. I don't know if it's a great plan. They said, fuck your gun. You can get it for us. We'll just grab whatever we'll we got. Mm-hmm. So they grabbed a bunch of melee weapons, which is two knives, a baseball bat, and like a lead pipe. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so clear. It's the best. Right? <laughs> yeah. This time, they convince Bobby that to come out and party with them. The whole group. We have the girls, Hitman Derek, Cousin Derek, Boyfriend Donald and Rando, friend Heather, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Marty and Bobby, yeah, they're all going to go party at this construction site. They're all dogging out. <laughs> they're going to dog out at a construction they're site. They're going to raw dog out. Oh wow, that is for sure the name of a porn somewhere. It has to be. <laughs> Maybe one of those porns Bobby liked to watch. So they take him to a construction site on July 14th, 1993. And Allie and Heather distract Bobby by insinuating, inu- nope, insinuating hey. that they're going to like fuck him. And Donald comes up behind Bobby and stabs him in the back of the neck. Bobby then calls out to his best friend Marty for help. And Marty responds by stabbing Bobby in the stomach. And then he keeps stabbing Bobby over and over and over again. Yep. Bobby then gets up and tries to run away. The boys follow him. Marty gets up behind him, slits his throat. And then Hitman Derek comes up behind him and hits him in the head with the baseball bat. Yep. Dealing the final blow to Bobby Kent. The boys then dump his body in the local marsh thinking, I got to be honest, it's a little smart. The alligators are going to eat him. I feel like that's a pretty good plan. Yeah. The reason they get caught is because one, nobody can keep their fucking mouths shut, but especially cousin Derek finally folds under pressure. And after a few days, he goes to the police. He confesses everything. He takes them to the marsh where they find Bobby Ken's body because no alligator wanted to eat him, I suppose. And they bring in the group of kids, interrogate everybody, and it pans out like this. Marty Puccio gets sentenced, first degree murder, sentenced to death in 1997. However, they overturned the death sentence and now he's serving life in prison. No chance of parole. Donald, the boyfriend, gets life in prison. Derek, the hitman, second degree murder. He gets 11 years and he's released in October 1999. Derek, the cousin, gets life in prison, period, full stop. (laughs) Heather, the weird friend, gets second degree murder, seven years in prison. She's let out in 1998. Lisa gets life in prison. It gets reduced to 22 years and she was released in February 2004. Allie gets second degree murder, sentenced to 40 years in prison. It's reduced to 17 years and she was let out September 2001. And there you have it. The murder of peace and shit. Bobby Kent. I normally say rest in peace now, but you know what? 
he was kind of a piece of shit. Right. So you reap what you sow. Probably shouldn't kill people, but <laughs> you start getting into a weird gray area at some point. And I think wor- that's it, where we are at right it now. It could be worse. Definitely could be worse. There's your last sip of wine. I can't believe we drank the whole bottle already. I have new seltzers for us. Whoa, late breaking news. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do their big reveal. And I'm, I think it's so cute. They're like beavers. Stop it. Are they from Oregon? I don't know. And Hard they're 5.5%. What does that mean? The, usually the other ones we drink are like 4 to oh, 5. Oh, okay. Give me another one. I'll take a picture for Insta. Um, So the other one you have to pick. I don't know which one. I'm guessing you're going to want the passion fruit guava or the pineapple mango. Um, I'm going to take the raspberry blackberry. Well, obviously, but then the other one. Oh, um, I'll take passion fruit guava then. Yeah, perfect. But I'll take a picture right now. Give me the third one. Give me the third flavor. There we go. But aren't they cute? I like that. But And it's perfect for tonight because it's like a swole beaver, nice. like flexing. Oh, my God. Meant to be. Meant to be. Okay. So, by the way, I wanted so badly to have Pizza Hut for us here tonight. Our town doesn't have one. The nearest Pizza Hut is like 30 minutes away. So I would have had to have gone there to pick it up. And no Pizza Hut in the world is it's worth, worth a drive. Right. And that was just it. I also like, I'm like, maybe we'll have, like, I'll make pizza. And I'm just like, it's it's not worth it. It's not the same. But the if pizza. If it ain't the hut, then it's not worth the it. The Pizza Hut was really important to me. Like when I was. You can't out pizza the hut. No. Exactly. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had Pizza Hut. My High kids school. always want to try it because they have the, the stuff crust. crust. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I promise you it's, it's not, not that, that good. good. It just picture pizza crust and then picture someone put a string cheese in it no but here we go okay so while we didn't make pizza i did want to have like a family fun dinner night Mm -hmm. so last night we did do kind of a pizza night i got um the already biscuits the biscuit dough the already made our favorite right hella biscuits i cut it up into pieces so that vi could layer it in muffin tins yep with all the pizza ingredients right she wanted basil and pepperoni i'm like i know she's gonna want some sort of processed meat yes oh she wanted the pepperoni for sure um but there was a couple left so i decided to cut it into bigger pieces instead of doing it in like to six i did it into fours and i did i stuffed each little piece with a little chunk of string cheese. Oh, yeah. And then I did like a garlic butter mm-hmm. with basil and I stuffed that into a muffin Ooh, tin. So good. Oh, fuck your mom. Yeah. Like crazy little balls of heaven. Yeah. Little biscuit cheese balls of heaven. Delicious. And all the recipes are thanks to TikTok. I know. I just saved so many res- TikTok recipes so earlier. Their new saving where you can organize them into folders. Haven't checked it out. It. Oh, they are killing it with the organization. Oh, my God. It's everything. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I can put everything, all my recipes together. And then I did a keto chicken pizza. Mm. So the crust was made out of chicken. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I have seen that. It, was it feels incredible. It feels scary to me. It wasn't at all. So like California pizza kitchen Uh the chicken barbecue one Mm -hmm. so chicken base barbecue sauce 
We did jalapeno. So basically what you're saying is instead of putting the chicken on top of the pizza, you put all the other toppings. On the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Same flavor. And it holds up. You can pick it, it up and eat a pizza. It held up so much better than any fucking bullshit pizza crust that they try to convince you like, oh, six eggs is going to turn into magic crust yeah. or all cheese. And it's like, no, it held up. It was like a crispy, thin crust pizza. Wow. There you go, guys. I Look liked it, it way better than like the fathead doughs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Come in. Listen, fathead slander right now. I mean, I will do a fathead dough on occasion for certain things, but I liked the pizza a lot. And it's way more protein. I'd I rather honestly, have more. I don't even know what fathead is. It's cheese crust. Oh. It's literally cheese and egg to mm, make a crust. Okay. Right. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Well, now that I know the story, okay, I will say, this is how we open up. Let me try to open this first. Open up. Get it? If you guys want rules to our drinking game, I'll post them. Did we Maybe ever tomorrow. post the new? No, but I have to do that. So See, I'll do that. I'll do it timing. tomorrow. Perfect timing. So look on our IG. The drinking game will be posted and, you know. Play along with us every episode. The very... Oh, so this is Bully 2001. And you were very clear not to be confused with the 2011 version. There is another movie called Bully. And you but, warned yeah, me. Yeah, it's not based on... No, because I did. Kids. I started watching that and I'm like, this, this isn't this it. This ain't it. This isn't it. Nope. <laughs> uh, so the very first thing that I see is a young man. Um, how old did you say they were? Did you? So Bobby and Marty are 20, Lisa's 18, Allie's 17. Perfect. Everybody else is in that age range of 18 to 20, 21. So I put 18 to 21. Yep. Right? He's giving phone sex. I want you to suck my fat dick. Ooh. I want you to lick my balls. Eh. Before we hear mom downstairs, Marty, it's time <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> Nerd. Next, we see the views of Hollywood, not our Hollywood. No, beautiful, <laughs> illustrious Hollywood, Florida. Florida. I'm sure it's gorgeous. We got our two girls. They used the names Allie, played by Bijou Phillips. Okay, Bijou. Right. So besides brother Derek being played by the guy from Mean Girls, who I didn't happen to write his name down, my apologies. She's the only other person I recognize. Okay. Miss Bijou and her BFFFFFF Lisa. And they are. They're driving to this market to buy some sandwiches from the deli. Marty is working at the deli and he tells the girl. Oh, he's working there. "Mm -hmm, Let's meet up later at the beach when my shift is over. They all do meet up at the beach with his BFF Bobby. Yep. In this movie, they are both surfing, he and Bobby. I would not describe them as beefy boys. Oh, yeah. If you see pictures of them, though, they are. They're like beefcakes. Okay. Did you look at the guys who played them in the movie? No, but I will right now. Yeah, no, they are not beefcakes. <laughs> um, but they're surfing, right? And the girls are basically trying to decide who they want to fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was not under the impression that Lisa was a virgin. Lisa's but, a lot more outgoing in this. Yes, I would say so. So... After all the surfing, they hit up a corner market, and this is the first time we see Bobby treating Marty like shit, like his little bitch boy, barking orders at him, like, go buy me a bottle of tequila. 
and it very much reminds me of episode 47, the whole lot of Ben's. Yeah. Right? Because they kept treating that one guy so yeah. badly, the little bitch boy. But Marty, to his, you know, defense, he's not trying to ruin the vibe, right? He's there for the girls. He's like, fuck it, right? So he goes in, and that's why I was confused about the age, how he got the alcohol, whatever. Fake IDs, who knows? Who fucking cares? Yeah. And they go on to their really romantic evening, right? Where we all know that Bobby pulls off, li- like, in the middle of the fucking neighborhood, like just off the side of the road. They're not like in somewhere a, secluded. No, they're in a fucking like neighborhood. And so um Bobby pulls off so that Allie can suck his dick. And while Allie's sucking his dick, he watches from the front seat as Marty fucks Lisa in the back seat. The next morning, over breakfast, we see Lisa gushing. To, oh, to her mom in about, love about her new boyfriend like he's the best love at first fuck i, I met him at a deli counter he fucked me in the car i mean to be wow. fair I, I mean i'd probably fall in love with a man who worked at a deli counter but i kind of did my man he's constantly working with meat that's true i basically live with a deli counter it's true the amount Absolutely. of meat that came home from costco today is uncalled for yeah you guys have your own uncalled professional for. grade meat slicer mm-hmm. so he can make his own pastrami and bacon and stuff so i gushed to my mom about my deli man too i guess um yeah that's what you're doing when you're talking <laughs> to your mom about your husband gushing i'm sure <laughs> Anyways, so I don't know what the fuck is up with Marty and Bobby's friendship in the movie at this point. It's so confusing. You very much cleared it up for me. Okay. Right? Just because their tension between them. I'm like, why are you friends? Just don't be friends. Mm -hmm. It seems pretty obvious. Feels like a lot. Just don't hang out with each other. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So they end up at a gentleman's club. Ay. And I was really confused by what was going on because it seems like at this point that Bobby's trying to like sell Marty off to other older men. Yes. And that uh, it was hard for me to get like I don't, clear yeah. answers. Some articles mention it. Some articles don't. But yeah, there was a whole thing about basically pressuring Marty into like a male prostitution situation. Because it seemed to tie in to the phone sex at the beginning, right? Like he's giving out Marty's number to these older men. Yeah, I guess. Like like I said. To pay for phone sex in some way. It was very, very unclear. The podcast definitely talked about Marty like performing at bars. Okay. Like gay bars. But the male prostitution thing came up in a few articles, but it was very unclear. So I didn't put it in there. It was very unclear in the movie as well. So it's really hard to kind of figure out what's going on. But I think we can piece together at this point. Basically, all you need to know is Bobby was forcing Marty into some real weird shit. It's not weird. No, but like. But it's weird if you're like a straight, like cisgendered man. And stuff like they're not talking about it. He's just putting him like, oh, hey, go do this. Like, and just he's on just the doing spot. it. On the spot. It's not like, like Marty hey, monkey dance for me. Yeah. And it's not like Marty is wanting to like go out of his way to do this. This right. is something he's definitely being like gaslighted and coerced and pressured into doing. So I want to point out that this new beaver hard seltzer uh-huh. 
this spiked sparkling water. It does say real fruit, not clear. And it's a beautiful color. It is. It's We're only, used to seltzers being clear. It's only 10 more calories than normal. I don't Everything care. else is the same. Even the carbs? Yeah. What are the carbs? Two. Two carbs. Yeah, and 5.5%. So cheers, Wow. Babe. Okay, hold on. I'm excited to take the first sip. I know. I was a little surprised when it started coming out a different color. Boom. Cheers. It Great. White. It doesn't taste like, really taste like anything. That's fine with me. Uh-huh. I'd rather it not taste like anything than taste like something I don't like. And it's beautiful. I would definitely drink this over the Bud Light Seltzer. Uh-huh. Unless the Bud Light Seltzer wants to sponsor this podcast, in which case it we'll is the it best day, seltzer on the market. Right. All right. So... Marty does end up on the stage at this gentleman's club. Yep. And whatever tips, money, whatever, he gives to Bobby. And so I'm like, does he owe Bobby money? Like, what mm, is- no, Bobby's just pimping him. Yeah. So it's really odd. They never really go into like real detail. Marty has Bobby take him to pick up Lisa after work. They go back to Marty's house where, remember, he still lives with his fucking parents to fuck Lisa. And yeah. While Lisa is on top riding Marty, Bobby hits her with a belt, <laughs> knocking her off of Marty. OMG. And then declares it's his turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something. This didn't necessarily happen. It might have. There's something about. Fuck, I wish I could remember it. Guys, if I wouldn't have left my notes in a hotel room, it, it would have been so much better yeah. for the podcast. There is some point where a sexual situation is going down with multiple people and Bobby and Marty are really into pretending that they're fucking each other. Not actually fucking each other, but they like to like joke around like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> but then it's like also kind of like, it's funny, but... um. Do you guys really want it to happen? Because this seems like it might be a real serious thing. And so I don't I didn't write it in the notes either. I think the way that I remember it is that they like pretended to almost make gay porn. Yeah. Like they were trying to like sell their own gay porn. And some articles will tell you that they did try to sell like they Mm -hmm. did make gay porn and try to sell it. And they'd even like pass it off like a joke. Like look at how fucking stupid this is, guys. Like look how stupid. Yeah. Unless you want to buy it. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah so some articles said that, that was a very serious thing some articles didn't mention it at all so it's very hard i couldn't even get bobby's real name no i'm i'm sure they say it in the podcast um i didn't want to listen to it for a third time or whatever but when i was looking at the articles everybody else from marty to ali to Lee, they have their full names yeah. and then every single time you get to bobby it's bobby kent bobby kent bobby kent and i'm like nobody names their kid bobby like, his name has to be something else. I couldn't fucking find it in the Maybe not. I mean, it's 30 Florida. seconds of research I did looking for it. I mm. could not find it. No. Not okay. even on Wikipedia. So, again, Lisa just got thrown to the fucking floor and told. Hit with a belt. Yeah. Yeah. Which can be hot when you're fucking, but not no, when, when it's not your guy. boyfriend's weird fucking you're being loser told. friend. Yeah. What? Right? So I can only assume like she's going through with this thinking it's making Marty happy. Right? Right. Like maybe that that's just something Marty's into. Uh-huh. Um, but over dinner, we learn Marty's miserable. 
Yeah. He begs his parents to get him the fuck out of this town. He's like, please. All these mistakes, like, they're not my fault. These fucking loser friends, like, they're dragging me down. Just get me out so I can have another chance. Uh-huh. But they're like, look, you made your shitty choices. Yeah. You can't run away from your problems. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. Like, right. We love you. We allow you to live here. We'll feed you. But, like, figure your shit out. Right. I see both sides. It's very troubling. It's hard. Because as somebody not in that situation, you go, just fucking stand up for yourself or ghost him or walk away. That's what away I'm saying. You whatever. can choose not to be this guy's but, friend, but it is like a domestic abuse. Yeah, like there's like said. a whole mental layer and to I it. And I never looked at it that way watching this movie, but once you've said it, yeah. it makes there's so like a much whole other aspect to it, mm-hmm. which thankfully I've never experienced. So to be fair, I was kind of abusive towards you. <laughs> towards me? You were not abusive towards me. You are not. You are neglectful towards me. Okay. All right. You are not abusive. Okay. Um. So, anyways, they're like, figure it out, right? Like, we had to deal with our bad choices that we made. It's it's a good learning experience for you. <laughs> yeah. Getting the shit kicked out of you and forced into gay Which, prostitution they, is a real... In the movie, they didn't really beat the shit out of each other. It was, it was more like... Like one time in the car, they had to pull over because they were like getting so at each other. But it wasn't a big thing in the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, more so, the biggest theme was sex. So after another round of sex, <laughs> Marty lets Lisa in a little bit on his relationship with Bobby. Like it's been a struggle since we were kids playing together, like in the schoolyard since day one. Um, he says how he was never interested in drugs until Bobby decided that he was interested, but he wasn't willing to do it alone. So, again, it's like Marty could have stood up for himself. Like, he could have been like, no, I don't want to do this, but this is this his best friend since day one telling him like it's cool i just don't want to do this alone like being this with me it's it's hard i get it now and he hints that basically all the bad choices he's made was because of bobby but he feels like bobby was never punished because bobby's family has money yes and, and that is his true. family doesn't i don't know about marty's family but i know bobby comes from a very well-to-do, I think, Iranian family. So because of that, it was easy to it was easier to blame Bobby. Or no, it was easier to blame Marty. Like, right. oh, because of your lower upbringing or whatever, like, you would be the one to make these bad choices. Right. Why would Bobby have to make those choices? Bringing he down had... their baby. Exactly. Like, Bobby got to graduate from high school. Marty didn't. And that's something that Marty's really struggling with because he totally blames Bobby. Yes. Right. Like that. He's like, I could be doing so much with my life, but because of this fucking asshole. Yeah. So after hearing all of this, Lisa declares her undying love for Marty saying like, I'm going to do anything for you, including getting herself knocked up. Oh, she got herself knocked up. (laughs) With, we can assume his baby, but... 
if she also had sex with Bobby. They never mentioned her also having sex with Bobby. So in the movie, it's kind of like, because people ask, like, well, are you sure that it's his? And she's like, no, it's definitely his. Yeah. All right. Unless maybe Bobby, like, assaulted her or something and I missed it. But, I mean, that could have definitely happened. So when she goes to tell Marty she does not get the reaction she was hoping for, he basically tells her that she needs to fix it. Mm Mm-hmm. Lisa's mom is like, you better watch your fucking mouth. Just threatens to have some guy go like beat the shit out of him. But Lisa's like, no, I love him too much. I would never allow anyone to hurt him. So we see Allie fucking some guy pouring hot wax all over his body when she gets a call from Lisa. And since it's her BFF, of course she's going to answer. And so Lisa's trying to convince Allie that she needs to come out visit so that she can keep Bobby distracted to give Lisa more time with Marty. Yeah. And you know what are friends for, right? Besties. So this is where we learn Allie has a baby that's one years old and that her parents have basically adopted it and she's not capable of being a mom right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the foursome's hanging out. Bobby and Allie go into another room and he sets the mood by playing man on man porn. Yep. Allie tries to say that she's not into it, but he forcefully holds her down by her hair, slapping her in the face and raping her from behind. Oh. When Allie tells this to Lisa, her best friend, Lisa completely dismisses her. Like, well, you're into kinky shit. I don't see what the problem is. Great. Right? Awesome. So, one day, Lisa and Marty are at the beach when Marty is joking about killing Bobby. Like, oh, it's a quick fix to everybody's problems. And Lisa's in. And he's surprised. And not only is she in, she wants to, like, take the lead on planning the whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And what better way to apologize to your bestie but call her and be like, hey... Remember that piece of shit that raped you? Let's kill him. Right. Right? Are you in? Like, are you in, bestie? Like, let's fucking kill this guy. So Allie brings along the guy she's currently fucking. Right. And some girl she picks up literally fresh out of rehab. Great. On the way. Like, they pick her up from rehab. Perfect. Right? Because she has nowhere else to go. And Allie's like, well, we're going to go kill this guy. Like, you want to come? And she's like, yeah, I just got out of rehab. What else am I going to do? So, of course, we go to Pizza Hut. Nobody out pizzas the hut. Right? We have our plan. We got Lisa's mom's gun. And they've got Allie as bait. And they got everything they need. So, one night, they go out to the wetlands and... She, Allie doesn't give him head. They end up fucking on the hood of her car. And Lisa does chicken out. And so. Way to leave your best friend hanging. Right. Still wanting him dead. They reach out to the hitman. And once again, I'm reminded of episode 47. Like the, the JJ Hollywood piece of shits, like wannabes. This whole thing reminded me of Alpha Dog a Uh lot. The whole thing. 
and he's like he's part of the crazy motherfuckers like this super cool gang this and that and they need a better plan and more weapons blah 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 not the crazy motherfuckers oh no so completely unrelated to anything we got a little bit of background on rando friend in the movie oh yeah heather who knows if any of this is accurate (laughs) but it's fucking amazing yeah so apparently when her mom was 15 she watched her dad kill her mom by smashing the back end of a hammer what the fuck into her mom's face Before he locked himself into the bedroom with the dead body for three days. What? Definitely nobody mentioned this. Drinking and fucking the corpse. What? Was her dad Jeffrey Dahmer? Which eventually led to her own mom also obviously abusing drugs in and out of horribly abusive relationships. And she's... Ends up teaching. So her mom watching that happen with her parents. Correct. And then okay. she's teaching said daughter who is in the current whatever situation how to read by reading the newspaper clippings about what grandpa had done. Wow. To grandma. Great. <laughs> causing her fucking breakdowns in life. Man, I can't imagine why. <laughs> All that great parenting advice you gave. So the fact that they went so deep into that, I'm like, if I And had- nobody mentioned anything about it anywhere, and I really feel like somebody would have. Right, so if I had to go through that, I'm, I'm bringing you down that with me. <laughs> so back to Hitman. They finally have their arsenal of knives and baseball bats, tire irons, whatever, right? And they're in the driveway of Marty's house chanting, like kill bobby oh real inconspicuous you guys you know when fucking mom kids what are we up to tonight (laughs) his fucking parents i can't like what's up guys parents in movies are always the best are you going to the movies like oh yeah we're just chanting with fucking tire irons and so Allie once again is used as the lure, right, to get Bobby out. Yep. This time the whole gang is there. They decide the signal, like the the trigger word, uh-huh. alligator. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder if there's alligators in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. When Bobby gets stabbed in the back of the neck by Allie's new fuck toy. Wow, and toy. well, I didn't write his name down. I get it. No, fuck toy. I told great. you, I hated all these people. Okay. So then he gets stabbed over and over and over by Marty, who does cut his throat. His head gets bashed in with the baseball bat, but he's still alive. Lovely. Okay. Rehab girl with the wonderful past <laughs> is in the fetal position. Great. In the backseat of the car. And Bobby, who is clinging to life, is pushed into the water to drown and be eaten alive. Okay. So he's still alive when they push him in. It's really fucked up. If you're going to go that far, at least kill him before you... Right. Come on. 
They rendezvous at the beach to get their story straight. The hitman is not satisfied with the sloppy job. Well, he is a professional, so he would know. Right. So he demands that they go back to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. He and um, Marty go, and they see that at this point, Bobby is dead, and crabs have started to eat the flesh off of his body. Okay. And Marty barfs all over the place. Perfect. Love that they leave that evidence behind. <laughs> yeah. Lisa starts to really lose her cool at this point. Everyone starts pointing fingers and blaming. Um, But eventually that night, Lisa and Marty leave together. And Marty leaves the worst voicemail of all time on Bobby's phone. I guess like some planned message, right? To make it seem like Like they weren't together. Right. Like, hey, this is Bobby, last name so-and-so, or, or this is Marty, last name so-and-so, calling because, you know, you asked me to let you know if I got home safe, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, super awkward. This is Martin Roberts <laughs> Puccio <laughs> calling at 1.56 a.m. Thursday night. I'm home, safe mm-hmm. and sound. Exactly. So feeling like they got away with murder, Lisa and Marty are on a high. They're living it up. They're fucking up a storm, having the best life. Dang. Lisa even feels confident enough to go to some random fucking chick's house. We have never seen her at this point. To ask her if she would not only... Be willing to give her a ride out to see if the body is still there. No, why? But if for some reason it is, if she would also then be willing to help her move the body. Of course the answer is no, you fucking weirdo. Again, I'm reminded of episode 47, like where they're just blabbing to people about what they did. Because they're fucking idiot kids. Right? It's ridiculous. The girl respectfully declines like, Lisa, you're fucking batshit crazy. Could you imagine? Right? I'm not going to help you move a dead fucking body. Lisa calls her out for being a bad friend. <laughs> Love that. Again, episode 47. God, Susan, take a value. <laughs> take a value. God, Susan. This bitch, Claudia, be a better friend. Help us move a dead body. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, my Lord. Who are these people? Fucking crazy people. Who are these people? And it's all around. No, never mind. Yeah, it's so crazy. Right? So Allie gets scared. It's you said it was Derek, the cousin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. And this it's Allie, Mm -hmm. the bestie. Bijou. Allie gets scared, calls the cops to clear her conscience. And that's the beginning of the end for our gang of idiots. Marty is arrested at home. We see his little brother watching from the front yard in his dare t-shirt. The very one I wore for our 420 episode. Yeah. Right? Vintage, if you will. Vintage, as you will. Watching as his brother is driven away by the police. And I was struggling for a minute to think what I was going to do for my look of the week. Like I said, I thought about bringing us Pizza Hut and like... 
I, I could wear the shirt. And I'm like, no, I already did that. So we'll get into my look. But we see everyone in court together with their families. Uh-huh. Lisa is telling Marty about their son due to be born in seven weeks. In real life, it's a girl. Oh. I just looked it up while you were talking. Love it. Allie gets 40 years, which is later reduced to 17 served with parole. The hitman and Lisa get life and Marty gets the chair, which is later reduced to life. Yep. And that's the fucking movie. All right, B. We all know you don't like it. I hated the fucking movie. Yeah. What did you hate about it? Exactly. The acting, all the people, all of them. The whole time I'm like, you're so fucking... Stupid! Like just, just think. Just Everything. not be friends. Just don't. Just don't do this. Just yeah. stop, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. I hated the parents. I hated the kids. I hated the area. I hated the acting. But everything a- after hearing the actual true crime, they did cover it. They covered everything. Hey, that's what we're here for. And it left a lot of the same questions open between the actual true crime mm-hmm. and and this. I mean. I love it because that feels like the whole point of our podcast. Right. I wanted to give it less stars. I will give it like a solid three and a half skulls, whatever. Yeah. yeah. What would you have given it before? We're doing knives now, by the way. You just said skulls I, I and said stars. I said skulls, knives. Knives. <laughs> stars. Okay. Fireworks. So now it's 3.5. What was your original knife like a, score? Like a two. Okay. Still, though, I mean, like, you've given out ones before. I know. I just. Mm-mm. Fantastic. Yeah. No. Okay. I like it. All right. Let's talk about your look of the week. Well, real quick, let me point out. So like you just said, the way that I hated on this movie, to be fair, had I rated it four weeks ago, it would have been a lesser rating when I watched it, when I was still so angry. I can't believe you hated it that much. I hated it. I feel like I have to watch it now. I really. So. Had I rated it then, it probably would been would have been lower. At this point, I'm like three weeks later. I'm clouded. I'm, yeah. I'm drunk. I'm high. I don't want to give anything a low rating. So it could be that. I'm just <laughs> going to say. Could be the weed talking. You never know. All right. Fair enough. I also really want to quickly touch on things that we hated. How surprised I was during our girls' night. We watched... The Love is Blind reunion. Yeah. And how much I forgot I hated that one girl. Jessica? And how <laughs> much rage. She, oh, we hate her so much. I forgot. No, I actually I, thought about it a lot after Girls Night. And I really, really thought about that whole thing about. Listen, if you guys haven't watched it, you're not going to know anything about what we're saying. But go watch it. I mean, it's worth a skim through. The whole thing about her bringing a present, which she knew was going to get denied. Yes. So then she knew that she was going to be able to cry at a party. So that way everybody else was going to be like, Feel oh, sorry for Jessica. Because it was such a nice game. Nom, 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 and nom. the way that like they brought up the fact that her dude that she Didn't left come. at the author, yeah. uh, at the author, at the altar and was a complete fucking bitch to him their entire season has moved on with somebody who i guarantee you is 1000 times cooler than she is and is now having a baby with her 
and decided, I don't need to go to a reunion. That's bullshit. I'm a grown man. I have right. a baby. Again, I have exactly what I went on the show for, the person I love and the child. I'm not going to your yeah. fucking reunion so you can try to, like, set something up. Right. And then they made it all about how, like, he's stupid for doing that. It made me so mad. I know. I've thought about it a lot. So, literally, the only thing that good that comes out of that entire show is Lauren and what's his name? It's not Connor. It's Connor. can I write it down? Cameron. 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 They're amazing. Besides All, that, as always. Besides that, even the other couple that made it, even Amber and Barnett. God bless them. They're amazing. They're, a they're just fucking not, mess. They're just not our cup of tea. No, exactly. But they are doing great. I know. God bless them. They are definitely their version of like. Some couples like crazy is what does it for them. Right. And mm-hmm. so they're their brand of crazy and it works for them. Exactly. That's not and that's our all thing. That matters. Mm-hmm. Our thing. We're more of a, a Lauren and Cameron. Yes. Type so situation. God bless it. The whole thing. But then the hate, the pure hate. Oh, God damn it. Do I hate her so much? Oh. I looked you dead in the eye like, how did I forget? I never forgot. I, I never and that's forgot. exactly what you said in the moment. <laughs> Like, I never forgot. I never forgot how much I hated Jessica from Love is Blind. If oh, we see you in the streets, it's on it's site. On, it's, fucking- it's on site, bitch. I'm going to let you know. Because I think she lives in California now. I don't care. I hope not. Don't taint. Her. I think she lives in L.A. state with you, stench. <laughs> I could have made that up. And then bringing Francesca Damon. Oh, that was so dirty. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Speaking of dirty, let's talk about my look of the week. Yeah, for sure. I went with the Hitman. It's a super basic look. He had a black tank top on in the image that I captured. And I don't even know what the necklace is. If it's a sperm, if it's a snake or whatever. (laughs) Is it definitely like a from the mall fake jewelry necklace? I think so. So I went with the closest thing possible. And then I had your daughter quickly doodle my very hard Ooh, super cool gangster badass gangster crazy motherfucker cmf whoa because you know without it you wouldn't be part of the gang bro. do you think we're gonna get in trouble with the real crazy motherfuckers right did he <gasps> use a different font oh my so god it, right, it wouldn't be are they gonna come after us i don't know so. fantastic so god. pretty laid back look of the week but that's because it's a movie you hate oh. and a case <laughs> that this is definitely one of those cases where it was hard for me to feel inspired by. Yeah. We had to do it because yeah. we only have so many options for this podcast. There's only so many movies that are based on true crime cases. This is definitely one of them. So we had to do it. It was hard to find. I won't lie. It yeah, was hard it, to find. It, it's not and one of those quality, ones where I'm was, like, yeah. I can't wait to do the murder no, of Bobby Kent. No, right. No. All right. So great. Do we you guys, did it. We did it. But do you want um, some steamy book wrecks? Yes. So during our three weeks off, I discovered, you guys are going to laugh at me. I'm 105 years old. I don't know these things. You can get Kindle on your phone. We, we talked about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and I probably talked about no, it. No, we talked about it on a podcast. We did? Mm-hmm. Did you get Kindle on your phone? Yeah. And I made fun of you then. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way I've ever used Kindle is because I rip off my mom's and I use it on my phone. What? But I just downloaded this like a week ago. I feel like not. Okay. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The point is, 
You can get Kindle. I also yeah. signed up finally for Kindle Unlimited, which is uh, only $10 a month. Yeah. Tons of books you can read for free. So do you remember 100 episodes ago, 1 million episodes ago? A million years ago. I read a book, Drowning in Stars. Yes, I do actually. And she emailed me. Yes. And said they're the not going to have reason. a sequel. Yes. No, actually, she's very tricky. She emailed me. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the people in it but she emailed me that so and so and so and so story stops here okay she did make a sequel so she, she said stops okay she lied yeah because then she took um a couple of like b characters from the first series and made another se- another Ooh, book about them okay so that one is <clears throat> stealing the stars mm-hmm. i do recommend it it is good. It is not as good as Drowning in Stars. Okay. But they go great together. Yeah. Fantastic. It makes you a little mad. And I was even going to say, she said this, the story ends here. Like, she could have gone It's Pixie. Prior. It's Pixie and... Oh, I can't remember his name. Gabe or Gail or something. Anyways, yeah. She, she was very tricky. She didn't lie. She was tricky with her wording. And they actually are in the second book, a lot. So, but it's not their story. It's a new story with semi-new characters. It is really good. Okay. I suggest reading both of them. There you go. Right. Love it. Right after that, I read a book called A Place Without You. Here it is, guys. Great book. Wow. Can't recommend it enough. Four out of five. What's good for like a steamy book wreck like of the little flames heart sure four out of five wow fantastic and that's by i think her name's jewel e ann which i'm sure is a made-up romance name jewel e ann so now i'm reading another one of her books okay so i'm excited for that yes so a place without you very steamy you right out the gate you're getting lots of chemistry lots of sex and then there's the push and pull it's great you'll love it I do not have book reviews because I'm not educated like that. Educated as I'm reading <laughs> softcore porn That's, in book form. What more would you want to read? It's the only thing. If you could choose to read, mm. if it's not something that's got like blood and guts, I want like lots that's of That's all sex. I read is either. Yeah, it's one or the other. Like murder, mystery, that's the police same detectives. Shit I watch on TV, right? Or softcore porn. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we watched The Oath with Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And then the only other person I recognized is someone from Cloud Nine, which okay. I know you watched. I did not watch that. The Superstore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Supermarket Store. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With America Ferreira. Right. And it's very relevant everything that's going on right now the oath the oath Mm -hmm. it's just like you're either gonna sign this oath to be with america or you're not and you have by this day and the effects of what it has on people oh shit it's fucking crazy that is crazy it's a ride yeah and then we also watched um you know on another patriotic note the purge the Mm -hmm. The final purge or the extended purge. How was it? I mean, it's another purge. Always a good time. Yeah. But it it was a little bit more political and like, I don't know, race oriented. But, you know, still. I watched in our three weeks break, 
Skins. Never heard of it. I talked to you about it briefly on Girls Night. I forgive you if you forgot. It's okay. Is it the British one? It is. Yeah. No, I remember watching it, but like I know nothing about it. Yeah. I don't think we watched it together. We watched a little bit of it. Right before we It was like a out. party episode. Oh, it was because in the it morning. was right before you left in the morning. Yeah, it was in the morning. Youth. So Skins, it's an early aughts show. It's kind of like if OC and Cruel Intentions had a baby, you have to take it for what it's worth. It's, you know, early aughts in America mm-hmm. is the 90s for the UK because yeah. they're a little bit behind us, right? They break it down into three generations. Every two seasons, they change characters out. So Gen 1 and Gen 2 are fantastic. Gen 2 is actually probably my favorite. I didn't watch Gen 3 because I heard online that it was garbage. And I watched the first uh, episode and realized I probably wasn't going to be And you didn't want to ruin it. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gen 1 and Gen 2. And on a high note. Is all you need. Yeah. It's a terrible show. Yeah. It's god awful. Yeah. But it always leaves you on enough of a cliffhanger. You're like, well, I have to. I got to watch the second one. Yeah. Even to the point where my husband, who would never watch a show like that ever in a million years, I would be watching it and he would just be on his phone or doing whatever. And then like the episode would end. And I'm like, "Okay, I think I'm going to go to bed. And he's like, well, but but we got to see like what happens. So and so just hooked up. Like what happens next? What? So and so is pregnant. Like what's going to happen now? Right. Absolutely. So then you end up watching the next episode and they lure you in. To be fair. My parents suckered me in with another show. I'm not sure that I mentioned. Obviously, they're the ones that got me hooked on Big Sky that we've talked about so often. But the latest, since I binged that already, is Resident Alien on sci-fi. And its sense of humor is so fucking dry and dark. Yeah. It's incredible. I can't remember if you talked about that in the last episode or not, but you've watched it have. since then yeah. and you still recommend it. The sense of humor gets me every time. Yeah. Because it's just like it's awkward and dark and very up my alley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Resident Alien. Was and that it on sci-fi? It is on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So we get it through our sling and... Also, they'll throw shit, like you said, like in every episode, they'll throw something in where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and for now, it's fun. But Nick pointed out, he's like, it could get to the point where it's like they're trying too hard. Like, it's always something. So it could be too much. Right. But for now, it's like. Really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give it a try. Yeah. Every episode, you're like, okay, well, what are they going to do now? Mm-hmm. And I will say Skins is the home of many TikTok sounds. No. So whenever see? you see a TikTok sound in the wild, it's really exciting to me. It really is. Because I won't know where a TikTok sound comes from. And then I'll see it. I'm like, <gasps> there's a TikTok dedicated to that. I know. Yeah. I follow him. Yeah, because it's incredible. But I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the Skins ones. And yeah. then I was watching Skins and I was like, oh, my God, it's a, a real, real life TikTok, TikTok sound. A real life TikTok. Beautiful. Anything else, B? God, no. So next week, our 50th episode, we are doing a bigger episode. I'm already dreading it because I have to do real research for oh, the first no. time in three weeks. Horrific. <gasps> um, but I know it, nothing, you guys. She's she doesn't no- even know what we're doing no, yet. No, she's told me nothing. I'll give you a few clues. It has to do with our hometown area. <gasps> it is a major case. 
big serial killer case, big movie based on it. Wow. Not a movie hard to find. Big names in it. Wow. All star cast. Can't wait. So it is a big deal. I am very excited for it. And I have some personal ties to this case. Ooh. So that's, that's a 50th episode. Yep, worthy. I've been waiting for 50 to break this out. It's yeah. not a strong tie. It doesn't but matter. It is a tie. And we will take it. So stay tuned next week. I promise the hiatuses <laughs> are over. Come hell or high water, we will get back in the zone. Okay, guys. It, pictures for this case, Bees Look of the Week, whatever I decide to post is THC Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on any streaming sites. Leave a comment. Leave a message. Leave, leave a, a like. thumbs up. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will see you next time. Bye. Adios.